Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Hey, we're back. It is October the 29th, and Julie Harris has got a fantastic show Mm -hmm. that they prepared for all of you guys today, and it's the Outrageous Goals to Finish 2021 Strong, and most importantly, set yourself up to have an incredible start to 2022. So, Julie, what motivated you around this topic? Well, you know, the clock is ticking, the months are changing, and we are full on going into the holiday season with November and December. And of course, and this is one of the points coming up, expired Palooza weekend. That's right. Exactly. I mean, that's really, it's right around the corner. That's right. And this is not the time to give up and say, well, we're almost through the year. Nobody's working during the holidays anyway. Nope. We want you to finish strong because as you've been hearing from us on virtually every podcast, what you do fourth quarter greatly determines your trajectory first quarter. And if you screw up first quarter, it's awfully hard to get back on your feet. That's right. I mean, we've been, I think many of you listen to us every day. And the fact is, is we've been pleading with all of you for at least least the past two months to really mentally, emotionally condition yourself that 2022 has already started. That way, when it does actually start, financially, you're already going to be ahead of the curve because you've got listings, you've got pendings versus doing what most everyone does. By the way, not just real estate agents, but small business owners, they wait until next year when the calendar flips over to actually officially start thinking about, you know, the start of the new year, which means to Julie's point, you're going to have to build a whole bunch of new momentum at this, at the really the worst time of year to be doing it. Um, just for every kind of the, the moment building momentum going into the year is the hardest time in real estate to build momentum because that's when everyone else is doing it. You want to have an advantage. You want to have an edge on the game for next year, a jumpstart. And the best way for you to do that is to follow our instructions from today's podcast. And I remind all of you, if you've not completed your 2022 business plan yet, you know what? I got to change that SMS code. We made it easy for you. Just text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, Text the word Harris to 47372. When you do, we're going to text you back a link. And with that link, you can download the Real Estate Treasure Map. It is your fill-in-the-blank business and life plan and uh, something that absolutely every single one of you will want to finish immediately. If you are married, have a partner, do that with them. If you have kids, maybe even consider including them into the plan because that makes the plan a family plan and not just your own plan, which will instill, pretty much lock in, the um, increase your likelihood of of accomplishing this goal. So all you've got to do is text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 47372, and we'll text you back a link to download said business plan. Yes. So two fun facts. First one is there are basically 60 days left in 2021. Second fact, if you are lucky, there are about 28 work days left after taking out weekends and holidays. How many people are hearing those statistics and going, yay, only 28 work days? And how many (laughs) other people are going, oh man, only 28 days? That's, you know. That's right. What does she mean by that? You take out the weekends, you take out the holidays and run it backwards. So let's call today November 1st. So you got December. How many of you are going to be working all four weeks in December? Some of you will, I know. I mean, Julie did. Julie and I didn't. We sold real estate. Sure. But let's say most of you are going to be working maybe two 
weeks in December. And that means the last week in November, most of you are going to take at least a week off there. So now you're going to have three weeks in November. And for some reason, I this took weekends out. And, it, and it, Julie took the weekends out. And then always this week, really, and the next week sometimes, a lot of people take Halloween week off too. You so know, you I'm not even accounting for snowstorms and other stuff, or maybe you um, hopefully don't get sick. But, you know, all I did was really take out some time for the holidays and the weekends. So for some people, you adjust down. Maybe you've only got 25 work days and other people, maybe it's closer to 32. But taking out for holidays, uh, you know, I think I counted 10 days or so, plus the weekends and some of the holidays are mixed into that. That's pretty incredible, though. You've got about 28 days left. So the yep. next question is, what will it take for you personally to finish strong? And I wrote down 10 points. And we, this might go into Monday. That's okay if it does. But uh, let's start out with number one, take an assessment of where you actually stand today. What is your total number of active listings currently? Total number of pre-qualified and motivated buyers? Total number of pendings? What is the money coming in? Where do you stand today? And also the total number of active listings, but some of you already are working into the future mm -hmm. um, and you have a, maybe listing leads, people that are going to list with you. Make sure, listeners, you get those contracts signed. If you ha have people that have promised to list their house with you at the start of next year, you got to get the contract signed because yeah. they're going to be going to holiday parties. Mm -hmm. They're going to trip over other agents and you could lose the listings that way. So get your contract signed. They also could fall in love with the house they want to buy this weekend and find their motivation. Yep. So don't just rest on your laurels and figure you're going to wait until January. You've got to be on top of that. Even if you have a projected launch date, you need to have those conversations. So point number two, set goals for what you'll accomplish in the next 28 or so work days new pendings, new listings, number of new appointments. And then think bigger. If your goals are clearly attainable, make them outrageous instead. It's okay to fall a bit short, but it's not okay to go through the end of the year goalless or with wimpy goals. So you've got 28 days, which is effectively, let's say, three to four weeks left this year to work. And Julie is suggesting that opposed to just like riding out the calendar, why don't you really drill down on those work days that you're going to be working the rest of the year? Really make the most of those days. And you're going to finish your real estate treasure map because you're going to text the word Harris to 47372. And let's say you discover through the real estate treasure map, what your magic number of listings is. Mm -hmm. And you're and you will then discover through completing the real estate treasure map, it's maybe five or it's seven, or in some cases it's three. And and I know Julie, we're getting there. Julie always gets fussy when I step on her next point. I did that on accident, mm -hmm. by the way. <laughs> so the moral okay. of the story is find out what your magic number of listings is, and that should be the number same as the number of contacts you make every day. So if you determine your magic number of listings, the number of listings you need at all times to meet or exceed your financial goals, business and personal life is five, make five real contacts, voice to voice, person to person every single day. That's what we're suggesting you do. When Julie give you the, gives you these numbers, if you do it along with the treasure map, it'll all make a lot more sense. That's right. So point number three, after you've done that, consider adding 20% to your goals. If you think you need three actives, make it four. If you need three of your five buyers to get pending, why not sell all five of them? So point number four, consider that our expired Palooza is happening this weekend. How many expireds will you actually have real conversations with? And you know, one of the assignments that I had some of our coaching clients do is to have, we call them expired sorties, right? You have a specific expired uh, plan, not just all of the, you know, expireds in your entire MLS, but it's also, for example, uh, Chris Leon in, in um, Chicago. He was hunting down expired new construction, which is a very specific hunt. And what you do is you have it, you start very broad just to see where it, where it is. 
And the only search criteria other than expired for, say, the past six months, you can do probably your whole MLS, is year built 2019 to present. Good. And what that does is it captures new construction that maybe hasn't sold or maybe it was uh, expired when it was or a just a, a model home. Um, you know, I remember that Kenmore has found one that way. And, uh, you know, Lance was all excited. He, he came to the call and said, I just listed one for $750. Now, their average sale price is about $350. So this was extra good. And he, I said, and he said, and I also sold it. I took it on Friday. I sold it on Saturday. I said, well, what did you do to sell it? And you know what he said? I put it in the MLS. <laughs> He had found a model home from a parade of homes that had never actually had any realtor attention, put it in the MLS, had some pretty pictures, did the showings, got it pending. Of course. So so it doesn't have to be like the typical expired hunt. You can do something specific. Now, I'll take another example for expired Palooza. Um, some of our coaching clients have the assignment of looking up where all of their listings have been that they've sold and looking for anything that's expired in that neighborhood for the past two years yep. because they probably have familiarity with your sign. Maybe they went to your open house. Maybe they're already in your database. So not just expired hunting, but some real specific sorties. And not just houses you sold necessarily to either your buyers or yep. listings that sold, any houses that sold, period. So don't listen to what Julie's saying and saying, why well, didn't sell any houses where there's expired and use that as your excuse not to mm -hmm. do the work. Another listings did sell, buyers did buy. You can call that perspective right. expired. Now, what is expired Palooza? Just in case you guys are not clear yeah, about that. Right. That's whenever there's a change of the month at the same time that there's a holiday. As much as you want to call Halloween a holiday. So that means that essentially, to, well, really yesterday, today, so the 20th, 29th, 30th, and, and the 31st, and really all of next week, there's going to be more expireds than there normally are because most brokers set their listings to expire at the first day and the last day of the month. Now, word to the wise, as you guys learned from our coaching program, how to take more and more listings, don't have your listings expire at the first day or the last day of the month, yeah. and don't have your listings expire during what is effectively a uh, expire Palooza weekend because right now you're going to have a, this perfect trifecta of opportunity. Number one, people are going to be home. Well, first of all, it's the end of the month, beginning of the month. That's number one. So there's going to be number uh, more expireds. Number two, people are going to be home not knowing their listings expired. And number three, because it's a quasi holiday, the other agents will not be working. They're going to be out begging for candy. candy exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're going to have an opportunity to start calling the expireds. The sellers are going to say a lot of them are going to not know their house expired, especially if you're the first one to call them. That's what expired Palooza is all about. Those of you who've been thinking about dipping your toes in the waters of learning how to expire you're going to need to know how to say what to say how to say it mm -hmm. you're going to need to get our scripts that's the whole point of becoming one of our coaching clients so julie i'll get back to your points yes all right so next we have number five what holiday slash center of influence events are you committed to some of you the answer is nothing some of you have been dodging that now if you have covid concerns obviously that's okay but you know pending that Always say yes when people invite you to their holiday parties. It's, it's great when somebody else is doing the party. Totally. Take advantage of that. Expand your center of influence. Use your Ford script. You'd be amazed at how many transactions come from those types of events. And remember, we mentioned earlier in this podcast, if you're not doing that, some other licensed agent is, and they're building the relationships. And the, so, guys, there's again, this is part of our coaching program. We talk to you about when you go to parties, how to, even if you're a big dorky introvert like Julie and I, we talked to you exactly what to say and we talked to you exactly how to position yourself in the room, ex, you know, conversation patterns, 
family, occupation, recreation, dreams, you know, Ford. We talk about all that stuff with you so that even if you're a super introvert, you can go to a party where you don't know anyone and you can get to know people relatively quick. It's not that difficult. And then you can network that way. And the very fact that you're at the party effectively makes you a center of influence as the person who's holding the party, which probably means that you're one degree away from everyone else at the party because they're friends with that person too. So all the people at the party hypothetically could be a center of influence and past client lead for you after you get to know as many of them as you can. How do you know Tim and Julie? You know, you're at Tim and Julie's house at a party. There it is. That, there's that common bond. And from there, it's your game to lose. That's right. So point number six, what if you spoke with five people, spoke with, not just dialed, spoke with real conversations. What if you spoke with five people from your database every day of the 28 days that you've got left to work? Where would your business be going into 2021? I can guarantee you, you're going to have more leads and you won't be able to look back going, well, I should have talked to my database. And Julie, I'm just curious, this time of year when they're calling all five <laughs> of these people, what possibly should they be saying? Well, you know, there's always a Ford script, but you can say happy holidays. Yep. You can you can say, you know what? I'm going to this event. There's a holiday bazaar happening down at whatever. And maybe I can see you there. I just wanted to, you know, reconnect with you. See hey, how the family's doing. Hey, I was just thinking about you. I was driving past your house. I noticed your Christmas decorations. They look maybe, great. Maybe you stalk them a little bit on social and notice the fact that they just put their Christmas family Christmas card picture mm -hmm. up or whatever it is. There are so many reasons to call them. There are no reasons not to call them this time of year. That's right. And some of you, it is appropriate for you to be doing those events. I'm thinking about somebody like John Walkinshaw up in Canada. He does a huge holiday event at an actual Christmas tree farm where they do the they do the holiday pictures for his past clients. Do I you, mean, it's awesome. Do you remember when you and I would do our Christmas parties mm -hmm. and, in New Albany mm -hmm. and we invite people? And th this is this is a true story. There would be agents who are not invited who <laughs> yeah. would basically crash our party. I do remember. That, that happened every single year. I know. Just because you're in the neighborhood doesn't mean you should Don't you be think coming. it's hilarious? I know. I know. But, you know, for some of you, you should be doing events. They could be small events. They could be, we just did a wine tasting at a friend's house. It wasn't a big event. So, you know, be COVID sensitive, but people are getting out more and you can do some of these things, especially if it's outside. The best party that Julie and I ever did at our house, and again, introverts don't like doing parties, not going to parties, so we're forcing talked ourselves. ourselves into. Okay, we talked ourselves into doing it. We had this party at our house in New Albany and it was, I think, around it was we were rate we were doing something for veterans or something weren't we wasn't it post 9-11 or something uh big yeah you know it may have been yes and yes it was in the lawn. right yeah. it was it was a, a holiday themed um patriotic mm -hmm. holiday party right yes but i think we were weren't we raising uh like collecting canned goods We'd, for the yeah, local we were doing a food drive right so we were doing a food drive and we didn't obviously you know, demand that people uh bring uh, canned food but i remember we had so much canned food delivered we had to go rent like a u-haul to haul yeah. it all off right. which was not what was i was awesome. anticipating no. but what made that party fun was we were in ohio so we had a basement and we had a fireplace in the basement and we put a uh, a palm reader right we had a palm reader in the basement and we had a pianist at the piano in the living room and then the dining room was fun and of course coach rochelle was there helping and yeah it was a great event it was very cozy and i don't know i, I do you think, remember the line for the palm reader i do that it's was hilarious. insane <laughs> I mean, the line yeah. for the palm reader, she always had like 20 or 30 people. I mean, at what point is she just awesome. going to start, you know. Recycling. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coming up with new material. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. So try and have fun with it, guys. And if you're not going to be the one doing these events, at least say yes and go to the ones from, you know, your past clients that are inviting you, for example. All right. Point number seven. Remember, we're, we're talking about finishing the year out strong. 
Thinking bigger. Point number seven. What would it take for you to have the best holiday ever for you and your family? Mm -hmm. What would that take? Actually define it. What are we doing to make this the best holiday ever for you, me, Zoe, and my mom? I think we're going to be in North Carolina for one thing. We're going to be in North Carolina. Hopefully Zoe's going to see snow. Yep. You know, every time it gets to be about like 73 degrees here, (laughs) she asks if it's going to snow. And when I drive her to school and there's like dew on the the grass, is that snow? So I think that'll be special. Um, And I I would like us to do one of the uh, layaway you know, right. gifting things. We and should. We'll look into what we should do maybe in North Carolina. That's maybe what, here, too. If you guys aren't regular listeners, we're big advocates of going to your local Toys R Us, or frankly, it could be a Walmart or any place, and walking into the layaway department, and which what, with whatever you feel comfortable donating, actually pay off the layaway for toys. And Julie and I Like use, a secret Santa kind of thing. Right, but you just walk up to the layaway desk and say, I want to pay off some layaways. And what Julie and I would do is we would we would have the person working in the uh, in the customer service area running layaway look for layaways where the kids uh, where the toys were uh, mostly for little kids yeah. like we weren't doing a lot of payoffs for like furniture and stuff Big like that TVs. right we were looking for layaways where it was all like obviously kids that's the reason we went to Toys R Us yeah and you know the thing that I thought was surprising and interesting is a lot of those layaways were only like 25 bucks oh, I know and people were making like a $3 payment or a $5 payment. So think of the impact that that makes for somebody getting a surprise call from customer service that they can come and pick up their Christmas presents for their kids. Now, Julie and I were doing this way after we stopped selling real estate. We did it every year when we lived in Texas and all the rest of it. And we never asked, we actually insisted that the uh, Toys R Us didn't tell them who paid it off, right? We just didn't want the recognition. It's a secret Santa thing. It was a secret Santa. But if you're in real estate, as you, all of you are, it might be a good idea for you to actually ask for the credit. And what the store would manager would often do, thinking that we wanted, uh, um, you know, essentially um, credit for it, is they would often ask if we wanted to have our names, you know, essentially printed on some website or just all this other form of recognition, which we always declined. But you could actually, you know, essentially create something out of this as a marketing thing. You could do a press release around it. You could have the store announce it. You could have the store announce it on the you know International Toys R Us website with a link back to your website. You could have the store manager announce it in the store. You could have a little handwritten card that you've written that goes to every single person whose layaway you paid for. Mm -hmm. You could create all kinds of goodwill. But Julie and I just did it anonymously. Yeah, I mean, for maybe 500 bucks, you could probably pay off 20 or 30 of that type of thing, depending on, you know, what you come across. Think about that, though, that's, guys. That's Think, really impactful. It is. It, you, well, I mean, obviously, there's always going to be people that have more needs than an, an inability to pay for their toys, except if you're that little kid who might not have had any Christmas presents, had generous you gone unpaid off these layaways. I mean, you know, I had plenty of Christmases where we didn't have any Christmas presents, and we weren't that bad. Right. So My parents were just broke. And yeah. so I really appreciate the opportunity to basically write that wrong. And all of you guys can do, you know, your own iterations of that. Yes. All right. So point number eight, what habits can you form now, which will set you up for your most successful first quarter? So don't wait until it's the new year to get ready to get started to start that new schedule. Form those habits right now. Remember, when we said 28 work days, we're not saying you've got to work every single day between now and the end of the year to have a really great finish but to actually be productive on the days that you're calling work days. So think about your habits that you're going to set. Point number nine, set your daily work schedule so you'll finish out 2021 strong. 80% of your day should be lead generation, lead follow-up, pre-qualifying or presenting, and 20% working on your deals. 
Some of you guys, especially when you're already having a pretty good finish to the year, hide out in your transactions. Some of you need to actually hire a transaction coordinator so you can get out of the weeds and finish even stronger. So consider those two points. And of course, point number 10, if you're not in coaching yet, don't wait until January 1st. That's right, guys. Go to timandjulieharris.com, click on coaching and join Premier Coaching. And also, this is the perfect Christmas present. Well, the perfect Christmas present for you is joining coaching. But any other real estate professional in your life or you, get our book, Harris Rules. If you're looking for something to uh, reinforce the podcast, reinforce the completion of your real estate treasure map, listen to our book if you want to get it on Audible or read it. It's called Harris Rules. I haven't checked, but I think it's 500 five-star reviews on Amazon. It is available pretty much at every Barnes & Noble in the country as well as any other bookstores that, frankly, are still open after COVID. I know. Which I don't know if there's any that are still open but after COVID. Amazon. But there's always Amazon, right? That's the way to go. So Harris Rules. And uh, yeah, so there you go. There's our 10 yes. ideas. And, and those are great ones, Julie. Weekend listening. If you still haven't heard the interview with Peter Schiff, you oh, can yeah. rewind to that. Make sure you get caught up that we, we did, did that, that this week. We did that day before yesterday. Yep. And our interview with the Navy SEALs, that was an interesting listen yeah, this as well. Yeah, a good week for podcasts, wasn't it? It absolutely was. So get caught up because we're off to the races. We will be deep in the holiday season after this weekend, after Halloween. And by the way, happy Halloween. And definitely if you're a new listener, as you know, technically thousands of you will be every day, go back and Julie just said it, listen to the interview we did with the Navy SEALs on Tuesday, Peter Schiff on Wednesday. And on Thursday, Julie and I summarized really the effects of inflation that you'll be experiencing. And I was just scanning CNBC, Bloomberg, and a couple other, you know, normal consumer news sites. And the top of every single, like, mm -hmm. Julie, look, we're going to go over to CNBC right now. Okay? Mm -hmm. Ready? I haven't, yep. I did this about half, maybe an hour ago. NBC. That's, am I? Okay. All right, we're going to CNBC. And Julie's going to read the headline as soon as we hit the page. Loads right there. Hmm. Labor shortage, supply constraints, inflation, hold back economic recovery. And a whole bunch of other Read this one. Bill Ackerman calls for the Fed to start raising interest rates as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, remember we told you guys this a week ago that every single headline basically, starting with the news sites, was going to be about inflation. Inflation notches a, a fresh 30-year high as measured by fa uh, Fed's favorite gauge. Next title, with this is all on CNBC. With inflation and growing risk for investors, here's what advisors recommend. I mean, the inflation, inflation, Definitely inflation. The so you guys got to know what it is. So you're not just basically going to be fearful of the, the fear comes from not knowing what it is. Uh, and you will, once you understand it, you will not necessarily feel fearful for it, especially if you have a plan and how you can um, positively prepare yourself and those of your clients personally and professionally for what is going to be an historical. I probably, you know, Peter was hypoth He was saying, what, three to five years. Mm -hmm. Probably. So this is going to be something that none something of us, we live with. unless you're older than probably maybe 65 and you remember the inflation in the late 70s, what we're going to be experiencing, really it's already started, is going to be historic for all of us. It's not like, oh great, we need more you know, historic crap happening in a very short period of time. <laughs> right. Why not throw inflation? Exactly. Right? We had the pandemic and we had all these no. other things. Before, why not have global inflation with people worrying about hyperinflation? It's to distract us from the aliens, I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's really going on. You wait and see. You guys, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show on Monday. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>